This is Rob Tebbett for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted, as always, to be joined by unbeaten welterweight prospect star of the future is Chris Congo. How are you, Chris? Yes, all good, man. All good. How you been? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Very well. How are you doing in lovely lockdown? Been a few weeks since I spoke to you. Yeah, um, just been all right, as I guess. Um, not been up to much. Same, same old. Doing what I have to do. Finding a way. And we've been finding a way and doing it quite well, so we're good. Now, obviously, the last time I spoke to you, you were joined by Luther Clay for your face-off ahead of your fight. That was obviously initially supposed to be on the Josh Kelly, David Avenissian card. Um, feels like an awful lot's happened since then, even in the last couple of days. I've seen yourself and, and Eddie yeah. Hearn, Luther and Al Siesta all over on Twitter. Tell me what's been going on, Chris, from your point of view. Well, from my point of view, I personally think they didn't want to fight after... Um, Obviously, when this pandemic happened, I don't think they was interested in the fight no more. Um, I remember you speaking to him on the Instagram live. You were speaking to Al Siesta. I made that one clear, talking about, um, he said something about, oh, I'll get my opportunity soon. Um, they're going to be looking elsewhere. And uh, yeah, that's what he said. But going back on the Twitter stuff, I think someone put a post up of boxing and I think it was Tanuka talking about fighting Luther Clay and then um, Dave Caldwell got involved and then Al Siesta got involved and and then, yeah, it just went on from there. And then, I don't know, was it you or was it someone else that spoke about Don't Forget Congo? And then they said that they were like, they've had a change of heart and they're not really interested in the fight no more. So... Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of excuses, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think I chimed in with words to the effect of I wouldn't be very happy if the fight didn't take place. Uh, that was the boxing fan and me coming out. Um, when did all of this start? When, when did you get an idea that potentially this fight may not happen? Now, we don't know whether it will or it won't. Uh, we'll come on to that later. But when did it start? When did you first start hearing whispers about this? Was it, was it the Insta Live that I did with Al? Yeah, it was definitely the instant live you did. So at that time, I didn't quite... I came onto the live and I was like, I think, halfway through. So I didn't quite get what I was, what I was saying. So um, what happened was John Harding Jr. was in the live. So I asked him what was he talking about because he mentioned my name a few times. And he said himself that from the start, what you were saying about talking about the fight with Luther Clay and Chris is no longer going to happen. They're looking elsewhere. And then a week later, I see that they were talking about fighting Tanuka. So, yeah, that's what that from then. But I just put that to the back of my mind. I just kept working and, you know, just kept doing what I do, just focus on myself, what I usually do. So I didn't really care much. I left it to down to my management and Eddie to deal with that side. Now I saw that you and Luther were on. Were you on Insta Live together, or you you, you spoke a few days ago? I actually missed it. I didn't catch up with that. Uh, what was said? Um, we spoke about the fight. Um, I asked him, "When are you going to be ready, and why isn't July good enough?" 
he told me that he hasn't been training. He's he, he's uh, he ain't been running for the past five weeks. He lives far away from the gym. It takes him about forty minutes to get to the gym or whatnot, or an hour. I don't know. But he come up with so much excuses that I just thought, is this guy really serious? You know, is he? Is this guy what you call a champion? Is this is this the guy I'm going to face? And he's called a professional fighter. A professional fighter that doesn't run, not even once a week, not even twice a week. But he said he hasn't run for five weeks and he needs time to prepare. And yeah, it was just, it was disgraceful, man. And I was, I was talking some facts in the live. I said, look, you're a professional fighter. You ain't been running. What kind of professional are you? You know, and then all the facts I was speaking, he ended up just cutting off the live and leaving because he knows everything I was saying was true. And the truth hurts him. The truth hurts most time. So I understand why he left. Do you believe he wants to fight him personally or do you believe it's his management? I believe both of them. They don't want it, both of them. And I'll I'll say it like this and I'll tell you why I believe this. Um... First of all, why I believe they don't really want to fight is because when the first when the pandemic come, like I said, there was on he was on Instagram live with Al, and they said they're looking elsewhere. And one thing I did see, I, I heard that from Al, from Al on the live. And then one thing you saw was Luther Clay himself, instead of entertaining and talking about fighting me. He's entertaining and talking about fighting Tanuka. And he said it's an easier fight for him. So he's going to go for it. So, of course, he's going to go for that one because it's an easier fight for him. He knows I'm a, I'm a hard challenge. And he knows, I don't even think he's confident in himself to know that he can beat me. So that's, that's the flag, red flag number one. Red flag number two was when he was on Twitter the other day. I was talking about, I actually tweeted it. There's a tweet there, it's saved on my phone. He said that he's looking elsewhere. I know I screenshotted it because I sent it to my brother. First thing I done, I sent it to my brother. My brother said, don't worry, just keep trying. And once I see that, I was thinking in my head, man, why did these guys even accept to take the fight in the first place? You know what I mean? And then after that, Dylan called me and said, listen, these lot are cowards. I see all the tweets. Say, Chris, don't worry about it. We're going to get this sorted. I'm going to get this sorted for you tomorrow. First thing, I'm going to call Eddie. So that's flag number two. Flag number three was when I see Luther Clay tweeting. Now, he said it himself, and it's there as well. I sent it to my brother. He said that he don't want to fight right now. Even in his one video, uh, uh, seconds out video he done, he said he don't want to fight me behind closed doors. He wants to fight me when there's a big crowd and when everyone's there. So that, to me, shows that you're not a proper fighter. You can't fight behind closed doors. You can't. He only likes to fight in big crowds. So that shows me there that you don't really want to fight. So I think the number four was when he was on Instagram Live and he was talking about him and running 
Then he brought, he come up with so much excuses. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Hello. Yes, okay, Yeah, I couldn't believe what I was hearing from a professional fighter. So I checked him on it. I said, how can you call yourself a professional fighter? You're telling me in five weeks, you ain't done one single run, not one. You know, so there's four flags there, four excuses. So that shows me they don't really want this fight. Because I've been interested in this fight. So when he started talking about fighting Tamika, that's when I popped in on Instagram, on Twitter, and I said, hey, what's going on here? What's going on? Why is my name not being mentioned? Because I think a day before the Twitter ran, ran someone sent me um, Eddie Hearn's live. I just finished from my run as well. Someone sent me Eddie Hearn's live and said, Eddie Hearn mentioned you and Clay in July. I said, perfect. I'll be ready by then. I'll be ready. Don't worry. Did he say a date? He said, no, no date. He just said July. It's going to be you versus Clay. It's going to be Fabio Wardley versus Simon Delilly. Some good fights, class fights. This is the, These are the fights that I like, to see good British fights. And I said, you know what? Me and Clay's a good British fight, and we're going to get it on. Eddie's confirmed it. Cool. I'm happy. I'm happy. Now I can start picking it up now, start picking up the training. So then the next day, that's what happened, all this stuff on Twitter and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, I just wasn't impressed, man. I haven't been impressed. No, I caught up with Al Siesta yesterday. Uh, I know you've seen the interview. Um, he seemed pretty adamant throughout that if there was an opportunity to move the fight to August, whether it be on Dylan White versus Alexander Povetkin undercard or a separate show, that the fight would 100% be on. What's your reaction to that? And is that something that you'd, you'd be interested in, moving it to August? Um, my reaction to that is not, he's not, his fight is not a professional. And two, I'll be more than welcome to move it to August. I've waited all this time anyway. So what's... What's two weeks going to do? Because we should be fighting in July. So August, but the day I have in July, I'm thinking, let's say mid-July. So the start of August is two weeks away. So what's two weeks going to do? What's that extra two weeks going to do for you? You can have that. So I don't mind. We can fight August, September, October. I'll be here waiting. If you don't want to fight, just say, like a grown man that you are, just say, listen, Chris, Eddie, Dillian, we're not interested in the fight no more. We don't want to fight Chris. Just say that. And I could, all I can do is respect that. You know? So, what can I say? Al also said that, in his opinion, he believes that the only way that you get onto one of those cards is with Luther Clay. Do you agree with that? No. I don't agree with that. I, I realized something the other day, what Luther Clay said. He said that I got told about the fight before he did. And I said, and he said, okay. I said to myself, okay, so when did you get told about the fight? He said in December, he was in, he was in South Africa. He was partying out there in South Africa. And I understand December is your time you enjoy let him enjoy cool. So he said he got the call in December. Me, I got the call in January. I was in Marbella. I was in Marbella with a few mates. 
a good friend of mine just bought a house out there in Marbella, close to the close to the MTK Global Gym. And I was out there. I didn't go out there to start camp. I went out there just to get my fitness back, high-altitude mountains over there, and just get back to work. And then I got the call out there because we were supposed to fight in March in Bournemouth. Chris Bill and Smith was going to headline. So we got the call for that. So we didn't, I didn't know nothing about David, uh, David Avisian and Josh Kelly. I didn't know nothing about it. So either way, he got the call before I did. So for me, it's like they were supposed to be on the card. Obviously, Dylan was going to put me on a good card anyway, regardless if it was either the Dylan Smith card or even his own card. Whatever card I would have got on the card. But I don't know Al Siesta's relationship with Eddie Hearn. But it must be good because they got the call first. I got my call in January. I didn't know. In December, he was even fighting. After he boxed, he went out to South Africa. That's when he got the call. I got the call in January. So I don't know what he's talking about. Are you open to facing other opponents in fight camp? Or is it Luther Clay that you want? No, 100% I've been open. I've been speaking with the management team. Um, they've been saying, uh, I know other opponents, they've got fights. They've got fights. Like Josh Kelly, I would have been happy to fight. Um, Conor Ben, I would have been happy to fight. But they got, they're working on other opponents. Even Tamuka, he's with Dave Caldwell. We can make that happen. You know, I would have been happy to fight him. At least I know he wouldn't have been trying to duck and trying to say, oh, no, take the fight and then not take the fight. They're real fighters. I want to fight proper fighters, the people that's ready to actually come and fight. So I would have took any fight. I'm just hungry to fight. People don't understand how hungry I'm. I've been out the ring for more than a year. But being out the ring, I've still been working because I know that it's going to pay off. The, the day that bell rings and I'm in there, that's when it's going to pay off all the work that I've been doing. So I'm not fussed. I was ready to fight him. Now, I've known you for a number of years now, Chris, and I know how frustrating your professional career has been. I've been there when you've been sparring elite, world-class level fighters and holding your own and doing more than holding your own, yet you've always seemed to run into problems when it comes to making fights happen. With that experience that you've had of fights falling through, if sometimes in fight week, sometimes right up to the very, very fight, is that experience keeping you calm during all of this? Is it just sort of another day at the office now for you? Um, I mean, you can only stay calm for us for so long. I think if if we get to this fight, <clears throat> if we get to this fight and Luther Clay pulls out, I will lose my mind. I will find it. I swear. I can't do this no more. I can't. I can't be training like this and people are just pulling up. But, I mean, like I always say, it's time. Time. It's, it's just the purpose. When the, when the right time comes, yeah, you lot will see why. I, why I keep saying it's time. Because you never know. You never know when that time will come. And if it's, even if it's this time, I don't know now. Because I've been let down so many times that maybe it might be this time, you know? So you never know. 
Now you mentioned Dylan White. Obviously, we saw Al speak directly to him yesterday, or so directly to him. We saw him speak to him via Boxing Social in the interview that he did with me. Um, we've seen some of the DMs that have flown around. Luther Clay's been posting a few here and there. We've seen Dylan on Twitter. What's he said to you privately, if you don't mind me asking? He's just said to me, listen, Trump, just keep working. Don't worry about none of this going on. I'll sort it out for you. Yeah, I'm your manager. I'm going to deal with this problem for you. You just keep working, keep doing your runs, keep going to whatever gym you can get to. However, because people already know me, I'll always find a way, like I said. The start of this pandemic, I never had no gym to go to. All I had was my mate's garage in Birmingham. All he had, all he done was he put a bag up and he hold the pad for me and I'll do a bit of work. That's all I could do. Couldn't spar, couldn't do nothing. But now, lockdown is starting to ease up a little. I'm, I can get to a gym. I can get to a few gyms now. I know a few places that's open. Some are closed on certain days, so I have to go and contact this person. But I'm thankful that they're letting me use the gym. You know, I'm thankful for that. And I'm happy. And yeah, what can I say, man? I just got to keep up with the work, just like my manager said. Final one uh, before we wrap things up, Chris. Do appreciate your time. I think you've been very, very thorough, which is always good when you're doing something like this. Um, Dylan's been in the headlines for some other things lately. I've seen that he's going to be doing a face-off with Francis Ngannou, <coughs> UFC heavyweight, tomorrow. What do you think about that? Obviously, Dylan's got extensive background as a kickboxer as well as being an, uh, you know, a high-level heavyweight. What do you think of all of that? Boy, this this heavyweight game, anyone's got a puncher's chance, man. But in UFC, you got a puncher's chance and you got a, a person that can kick. You got that chance too. You got many chances. And Dylan's been in the cage before a few times. So it ain't, it ain't something new to him, you know? So you can't not deal Oh, you can't you can't underestimate a man that's been there and knows that game. So, for me, I don't really watch UFC. Me, I watch boxing all day long. I could do that all day long. I've watched thousands of fights recently. You know, throughout this pandemic, I've watched thousands of fights. I don't I don't watch sorry, I study because there's a difference. There's a difference in watching boxing. There's a difference between watching and studying. So I've been studying the game. Before. You know, because there's been more time for me to look, see what I can take from what fight. So I think, like I said, with that going on, if it's in a boxing ring, Dylan wins by KO, of course. But in a UFC game, he wins as well. Because you never, like I said, you never know who's got the puncher's chance in that in that, in that um, octagon as well. So... I'm going for Dillian, like I said, just because I support him so much and I am being a bit biased. It is what it is. That's okay. I think you're allowed to be biased when you're talking about your manager in a fight. I think you're okay there. <laughs> of course. Okay, Chris, before I let you go, um, I would like you to send a message to Luther Clay, who I'm sure will be watching this. And if he isn't, I will clip this and put it on social media anyway. What message have you got to Luther Clay ahead of your well, hopefully, you're about in either July or August. All i got to say is train hard, champ. Um, 
even though I've I've been I've, I've had a few videos sent to me and I put it up on my Instagram, I'm trolling you because you are a coward. I can't believe some of this stuff just come out of your mouth. You're not a real fighter. And come fight night, I will punish you. And come fight night, I'm knocking you out. That's it. Just train hard. Make sure you turn up. Because if you don't turn up, I will find you. Yeah? Good luck. Okay, Chris Conger. I've known you for a few years, and this is the most fiery I've seen you. I like it. I'm fired. I'm so hungry. I don't think people understand how hungry I am stopped training through this pandemic. I'm even surprised how low my weight is. I'm not, I have not gone up to 20, 30 pounds or whatnot. I checked my weight the other day and I was 16 pounds over. I couldn't believe it myself because I'm not going to lie. I blow up sometimes too. We all blow up as fighters. But I think the maintaining of the training and the running, anybody that knows me knows me, knows, knows that I love running. I do my early morning runs. I've been doing them since I was 14. So I used to hate it. Now I love it. I turned it into a hobby now. So me, I'm always active anyway. I'm, I'm a thick kind of guy. If I wasn't boxing, I, I would always be, I would have been in the fitness industry anyway. So that's just me. And of course, now we're in lockdown, Chris, you can't go out to all the nightclubs. There you go. Not going hot. I ain't going nowhere. You know? Okay, well, Chris Congo, always a pleasure catching up with you, my friend. Thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social. I do hope that we get to see Luther Clay versus Chris Congo, whether it's in July, whether it's in August, September, whenever. It's a great fight, as I mentioned to people when we did the face-off. If you're not familiar with these two guys, please go and watch that fight. And please put lots and lots of pressure on people to make it happen. 100%. It will happen. Okay, Chris, thanks very much for your time, mate. I'll catch up with you soon. Cheers, bro. Thank you. Thanks, mate. <laughs>